Sunday, y'all. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. You have found the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter, Bushels and Barrels on TikTok, and Twitter is where you can find me. The lady sitting across the room in the studio with me, her name is Mrs. Bushels and Barrels. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Well, have you seen any UFOs or anything here lately? Not here. My goodness. What a Weird time we live in. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally weird. <laughs> I think I'll reserve my comments for for that topic. Okay. I think that's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's fine. I'm that's gonna fine. opt out. We've had a busy weekend. Very busy. We had yeah. a we had the awesome Aussie here, Mr. Uppy. We sure did. We did, yeah. Had a good time with him. He uh Showed up there a couple of days, a couple of evenings ago, and then uh, all day yesterday we were out and about, and uh, just just a great time. He's just he is a solid, solid guy, great friend, and uh, he will be at the Louisville Farm Show uh, all four days. So if you see him, by all means, go say hello to him because mm-hmm. he is just as normal as a as a tennis shoe. I mean, just <laughs> he really is. He really is a good guy. Um, we didn't get a chance to do a podcast with them. I think that we, we were going to, and then it just kind of, we, we relaxed. We just hung out. We ran around a little bit. We just kind of acted like a family, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't like, it wasn't like we were pressured and rushing around and doing anything. So we were just hanging and being, being normal people, I think. Right. So, but I did ask him this morning before he left, I asked him some questions um, that you guys had emailed in. So some people, I'm just going to run through these real quick. Some people emailed and asked questions about, um, the size of equipment, for example, um, he says it's the same type of equipment. It is bigger, um, same type of controls. Farm what, equipment? Yeah, farm okay. equipment. Any kind of equipment. Semis. Yeah. Everything is just a lot bigger. That's like, for sure. Like a lot bigger, and I'll explain some of that to you. He said same controls, but um, instead of miles, it's kilometers. Yep. All right. Okay. He said everything is just bigger and heavier due to um, the type of ground that they have. So, like, their plows are a lot heavier than than what we would see here, especially in the Midwest. Um, somebody asked about the road conditions. What are the laws about having to drive on the road? He said their equipment is so large it takes up the entire road. So, they have to have um, lights, oversight signs, oversized signs, escorts. Um, anything over nine feet has to have an escort. And I don't know if that – I believe that that might be a truck with, like, lights and – oversized signs all over it you know like blinking lights or whatever yeah. sometimes they have police escorts uh, depending on where they're going and um combines this isn't gonna make this doesn't make any sense to me okay he said the difference in the combines is that they are either 40 they're 40 to 60 foot depending on the tram lines yeah i don't know what that means Tram tram lines are the are the established path that they have that every piece of equipment they have go down. Mm, like okay. you know, whenever I spray my beans, I spray them, and if I have to come back in, well, later on and put fungicide on them or something, uh-huh. I use the exact same path that I went on the first time. Okay, so I've only got one set of tracks through the field. Right, you're not damaging crops. Yeah, you could call that a tram line. Okay, 
Okay. He said that they are in multiples of eight or um, actually multiples of 40 is what they do. Yeah. So um, school, somebody asked about school and if their kids take off for school in the summertime like we do here in the U.S., that is not true. Um, The way they do it is they have four school terms every year and two weeks off in between each term. So they don't take off of summer or anything really? like that. Mm-hmm. They That's take off on holidays and at the end of terms, two weeks at the end of every term. I'll be. Yeah. Somebody asked if the toilet flushed backwards. The, the water squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said um, their toilet system is totally different than what we have here in the U.S. So it, it's you can't even compare the two. Um, he said the sinks are backwards, though. So he did make that. The water swirls in a different way. He said, you can't compare the toilet, yeah. you know, like the water in the toilet. He said, you just can't compare them. They're two totally different apparatuses. Um, Guess I'll have to look up what sinks, an Australian toilet is. But their sinks are different. The sinks are totally backwards. I don't know if that's hot and cold. I should have asked him before he left. Yeah. I don't know if it's hot and cold or if it's like garbage disposal is on one, the other side. I don't know. When it's typically on the right side, I have no idea. So I didn't know anyways, it. I asked him too. I asked him if he trusted his government and he said, yes, we trust our government when we vote for them. Um, and then it swings to the, to the opposite direction, you know, because of the change and change is okay to, just to show how bad the other side is sometimes. So, and then they call, um, they call their liberal party, like the conservatives. That's what yes. they did, right? Yes. It's, yeah. It's backwards. Yeah. No. It's Okay, liberals in Australia are actually conservatives, conservatives. in America. Yeah, 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 that's that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm sorry. those um, went through some of those questions with the, well, all of them that everybody emailed. So I hope that we answered those questions for yeah. you real quick. I'm sorry we didn't get them on the show. And this it would time. have been a lot more fun if if uh, he could have been here today and yeah. and doing this with us. Yeah. But I, you know, for a guy that's from the southern hemisphere to be in America and then to bless us with his presence for just 24 hours is awesome you can't expect the guy to stick around and put this little podcast high on his priority (laughs) list he has an entire country of people that want to shake his hand right you know there's a lot of people say hello to him yeah yeah i mean the the guy flew into dallas Mm -hmm. hung out in central texas then caught a flight up to des moines hung out up there a little bit then came to central illinois hung out there a little bit then came to us Mm -hmm. hung out here for a while i think now he's going to uh, Southern Indiana, mm-hmm. and then from there on to the farm show. After that, I'm not sure where he's going. Yeah, um, but he he's got a little bit more of a. It's just a lot of people that really like him. Yeah, and he's easy to like. Yeah, uh, we were grateful to have him here and host him here. And I didn't do very. I feel like I didn't do very good this time hosting. Why? I don't know. You did fine. I like to cook a lot, and I just didn't cook a whole lot. I think we went out to eat, which is a treat for me. That's fine. I'm totally okay with that, but like, I feel like some people hosting, they're like, oh, here's my homemade biscuits and gravy. (laughs) I didn't do that. (laughs) All good. So, anyway, that's all right. Yeah. Um, Today, I want to pray before we go further, because there's so much going on, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I saw this prayer on my Facebook page. Feed, and it's from a guy named Barry Bennett and I follow him on on Facebook and so I like his stuff so much that he's usually the first thing that I see if I ever get on Facebook when and if I ever get on Facebook and I saved one of his prayers he is um, a Karis Bible College teacher okay there and he posted this prayer so I want to pray it with everybody because it's so good do it to it okay 
Father, you are good. You have something good for me today. You have something good for me every day. You are blessing me and giving me increase in every area of my life. I rest in your goodness, your faithfulness, and your mercy. I have peace with you. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm going to add a little bit of a prayer here as well. Absolutely. Um, We've all heard the reports more than likely of the horrible 7.8 and then 7.5 magnitude earthquakes that happened over in Turkey and mm-hmm. Syria. And uh, I know Syria is a, it's it's not exactly friendly to the United States. And in many ways, Turkey's not either. But regardless, the, I mean, they're not all bad people over there. There's a lot of good people. And I, the, some of the stuff that I saw on Twitter, uh, pictures of just, and a couple TikToks. Hell, I was watching a TikTok that a what looked to me like a 20-story building turned into an eight-story building in about, oh, three and a half seconds. And it, it is just devastating to see that. I can't imagine living there, living through that, being one of the poor souls that was in one of those buildings. Um, the death toll over there is up to 33,000 mm. right now. Mm. And you think about that, that's a lot of people. 33,000 people. And uh, they are there are still miracles happening. These these emergency workers are still pulling people out and, and trying to uh, help them. I know America has sent over some humanitarian aid and some people have actually went over there. So the only thing I ask is, Heavenly Father, just please be with everybody over there in the recovery effort and then please um, guard the souls of the ones who have been lost and uh, hold them tight and hold their family who's still on earth uh, suffering right now even tighter. So that is my prayer for today. In your name I pray, amen. Amen. Where do you want to go next? Well, I don't know. I don't, There's a lot of stuff going on. There is a I lot listened of stuff going to, on. I know you're probably going to get into some of this, but this week I listened to, I went back and listened to um, the NIH uh, CDC oversight committee hearing yeah that was telling yeah um listen to lawmakers grill twitter executives yeah i listened to that one live also that they were on two different days right um it walensky rochelle Mm -hmm. is that her first name rochelle wal wal walzinski whatever 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 the director of the cdc i'm telling you what her common theme to me as a as a, just a normal person out here in flyover country, just listening to it, was that she was demanding power from government to gather information on us out here on vaccination status. Yeah. Demanding, demanding power to find that out, to get that information. She said something like 94% of kindergartners that went to school were under vaccinated. And I'm like, so what? What is that? <laughs> so what? You know, that's the thing. What's their business? Yeah, it's not. Um, it's, it's up to the parents to vaccinate children. And then they added the, you know, they added the COVID-19 shot to the vaccine, um, what do you call it? Schedule, schedule for the children. And she says the only reason we did this was to put it on there so that these children on the system can get it paid for or whatever. See, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense. Anybody that wants this stupid-ass vaccine, for whatever reason that you might still want it after all this stuff's coming out, Mm -hmm. anybody that wants it can just go get it Mm -hmm. at a health department for free. 
yeah, and I don't know that. I don't know if it's it's actually gone through. I know that Georgia is one of the states that actually have said, they said, we are not adopting what the CDC is recommending, so we are not going to require that for our students, our kindergartners. We're just not going to require it. And um, I, it just is very... It's very concerning because she said, you know, these kids, they're po- they're in the poverty um, sector of our communities and they need to have this shot. And, and so it kind of made me sick to my stomach. It made my stomach turn as she's saying this and she says it multiple times. But like, why take the, the poor, the poor children and give it to them? Why, why? I feel like it's, it's all being used as like an experiment. So let's experiment on poor kids because those children in foster care or in the system of any kind, they're not going to ask the questions because maybe they're uneducated or, or well, the they're parents, kids. Well, the parents, the guardians of them, Okay, you know, and if you're a foster parent, I'm sure that there are some guidelines. You have to abide by state guidelines, federal guidelines, whatever, to be that foster parent caregiver. And you probably have these umpteen different check boxes that you have to check and you have to get those kids vaccinated or whatever. You know, I just, I don't understand why it just made me, it kind of made me sick to my stomach when listening to her and then listening to all of the power that they needed as a government agency to have the power to go in and get certain information. Um, it was just kind of disgusting. Uh, you know, I wonder why they want this information so bad. I don't know. I you don't know, know. Why, why? Why do they want to know? It's it's imperative now that we know. Mm-hmm. Was it just for kids or was it for everyone that she was wanting the vaccination status of people? People. So everybody. See, I, I just wonder why that would be. I, I don't know. The un- sinister part of uh, the way that I think on behalf of the uh, Democratic Party and the <laughs> elites that are associated with. Uh-huh is we need to figure out who's not vaccinated so we can figure out a way to punish them. Yeah. The humanitarian in me thinks maybe there's some good people somewhere in here that knows, okay, this is a bad, bad deal, and um, we need to know who has been vaccinated, how many boosters and all that crap they've had mm-hmm. so that we can start to formulate some kind of, uh, I don't know, if cure for this or... or way to fight it off you mean they've created something so terrible and now they have to create the solution to kind of like pfizer yes (laughs) except i don't think (laughs) i don't think the federal government went into it thinking um we need to start a war so we can come up with the battle to fix it if that makes sense pfizer i could see that it's all about money sure you have a you have a forever patient yeah yeah now the government i don't think you could i don't think this would be a way to get a forever Democrat voter. But I don't know. Hell, I don't know. But you see, but you say that, yes, but then you have Fauci, who's unelected. He's over the NIH. And then we find out, you know, he's he's been involved in um, all this kind of research. Oh, yes. yes. I don't know. He's unelected. Like, what is what is the purpose of releasing this virus out to, to people? What's the purpose of it? I don't know. To scare, to do this whole fear mongering? I, I and- don't know. I don't know. I don't know how any of this happened. And we, you know, we'll never, we'll never ever get the real truth. Yeah. It's just like all the shit flying around in the air right now. We'll yeah. never get the real truth of we'll what's get, going on. We'll get half of what's going on and then we'll never, it'll all go silent. Yep. It's very, there is so much going on. So in the other oversight committee hearing were the Twitter executives. Yes. 
And I've that, got a soundbite. You do. Okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna let you just get started with, with what you've got going on. What a great and blessed week. The sun is shining today. It's a little bit warmer than it has been. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, we got to get this damn thing out of the way because I'm going to watch the game. Go oh, Chiefs. Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, you have uh, a South, Car- uh, South Carolina representative named Nancy Mace mm. who was yeah. grilling two of the, uh, the high ups in Twitter. Well, they're former high ups on Twitter. Elon fired them. Do you want a kind of overview of why they're doing this over oversight committee hearing? The reason that this is going on was for the Hunter Biden laptop story and it being suppressed. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get to the bottom of why was this suppressed? Was the government in contact with Twitter? As we've all speculated. Now they're getting these people on record. Mm-hmm. Was the government in contact with Twitter telling them what to censor and what not to? And so the Twitter files were released and it showed the collusion between the Biden um, campaign yep. reaching out to them and saying you need to or these these accounts are handled between the Twitter execs and the Biden campaign um, and other things. Yes. And then the, this goes in line with censoring everything for COVID-19. And taking Trump off of Twitter and silencing his voice and all of these other doctors and researchers and, and any any opposing view, you know, canceled. Yeah. So this is yeah. this is the oversight committee and what it. So here is Nancy yeah. grilling former Twitter employees. It's great. Consequences for this type of online harassment and speech. Oh, that's I must say those are very real consequences. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The Twitter files were not just about Hunter Biden's laptop. Twitter worked overtime to suppress accurate COVID information. Apparently, the views of a Stanford doctor are disinformation to you people. I, along with many Americans, have long-term effects from COVID. Not only was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the vaccine. It wasn't the first shot, but it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. I have tremors in my left hand, and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain, and I've had a battery of tests. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. Where did you go to medical school? I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry. I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing you guys censored Harvard-educated doctors, Stanford-educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, I'm not. Okay. What makes you think you or anyone else at Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data? I'm not familiar with these particular situations. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. It's not just about the laptop. This is about medical advice that expert doctors were trying to give Americans because social media companies like Twitter were silencing their voices. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to pressure Twitter to moderate or censor certain tweets? Yes or no? We have a program did the u.s government ever contact you or anyone at twitter to censor or moderate certain tweets yes or no we receive legal demands to remove content from the platform from the u.s government and governments all around the world thank god for matt taibbi thank god there you have it for allowing to show us in the world that twitter was basically a subsidiary 
of the FBI. Yep. There you have it, right there. Yeah. Yeah. The government was telling Twitter what can and can't be said. The government was suppressing the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. The government was suppressing exactly what they're supposed to be protecting. And I'll tell you what, the FBI, I got zero. And I mean zero respect for them. None. And I'm sure there's some good people that work within the FBI. But as, as dirty and as bad as the highest up people in that stupid ass organization is, I'm sorry, in my opinion, disband it, get rid of it. You're just collateral damage. But since you are good, I'm sure you'll find a job as a, a PI or an, an investigator of some other sort. <laughs> but get rid of these people. This is awful. Did you hear about the the latest of what the, the uh, DOJ and FBI are uh, calling extremists? No, I don't think so. Okay, from foxnews.com. You ready? Well, because before we move on, like this hearing, it is like a soap opera. The hearing is like a soap opera. Everything is it is so dramatic in there. The um in this one, this Twitter one specifically. Yeah. And she talks about the heart pain that she has and the hand tremors that she has. This is happening to people that we know, you and I know. Yep. And they go to doctor after doctor after pulmonologist after cardiologist, the doctor's appointments after doctor's appointments. I've got this pain. I've got this ache. I've got this feeling. Something's not right. I just don't know what it is. They say nothing's wrong. All my tests come back fine. Whatever. Like, it's unexplainable. And then, you know, people have said, you and I are crazy just for not believing in in all of this stuff. What? No. Tell, tell. How? It's just because this coup totally canceled all these voices it's so it's just and these people are willfully ignorant they are willfully keeping their eyes closed and acting like they're dumb and they don't know anything and then the democrats in this hearing also completely go back to january 6th and how (laughs) how we shouldn't be talking about this yeah we should be talking about january 6th and the insurrection that took place but that's not what this whole hearing's about. Nope, but that's what they they demand that we talk about. Yeah. So, give it anyway. up, Democrats. Anyway, so that's it is it is very interesting to listen to. I like to listen to the raw unedited versions of everything because I want to hear direct. I don't want to hear somebody else's highlights. So, if you're interested in that, anybody can see it. And there's multiple websites. Right. C-SPAN or I'm sorry about the music in that. I had to rob that off Twitter. Because I could, yeah, we're up against the wall right here for getting this podcast done today. Uh-huh. So I had to rob that off Twitter. That's the first place I found it. The news or the yeah. music's just what came behind it. I didn't do any of that editing or anything. So another thing they were talking about was the FBI was colluding and saying that um, all of these parents at the school boards were now these extremists, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So what did Fox have to say about that? I don't. And this that's, new. That's not where I'm going. Oh, it's not. No. Oh. From foxnews.com, just this past week, DOJ, FBI targeting Catholics as violent extremists under scrutiny by state attorney generals. The bigotry within the FBI is festering. That's the headline here. So, you know what? I tell you, I'm a Catholic, and I'm a proud Catholic, and I'm not ashamed to say I'm a Catholic, and I'm going to be a Catholic the rest of my life. We're good people. We're not perfect people, but we're good people. And the fact that the FBI is coming after us tells me I'm I'm right. I am right. I'm exactly, I am 100% going to be on the right side of history here. 
no doubt. You look at everything else they're targeting. Everything that's good. What's the purpose of them investigating Catholics? Specific, specifically Catholics. Because this sounds like. Well, see, now this is where me and you, we could have a good discussion. What is it? I I got a feeling I know what it is. What? We're pro-life. You name me one denomination of the Christian faith, and this is not to slam any denomination. But you name me one that's as outspoken about being pro-life as Catholicism. I think all I think all Christianity. They are. They are. I'm. I'm. I'm just saying, we are an easy target because there's a bunch of us. Well, I mean, there's the hierarchy, and there's always the Pope saying that we we are pro-life. We disagree with abortion. Right. That's. I mean. Right. I don't know. So, in the article. Virginia Attorney General Jason Myers and 19 GOP state attorneys generals are demanding answers from the FBI and Justice Department and threatening legal action after a leaked internal FBI memo revealed that the agency had efforts underway to identify and treat Catholics as potential terrorists. I mean, that those two words are in quotes. So, in other words, this internal memo that was revealed... Uh, Mm -hmm. had the words potential terrorists. They're calling me a potential terrorist. Myers and his colleagues, in a letter exclusively obtained by Fox News Digital, told the FBI and DOJ to desist from investigating and surveilling Americans who have done nothing more than exercise their natural and constitutional right to practice their religion in a manner of their choosing, and asked that they reveal to the American public the extent to which they have engaged in such activities. Anti-Catholic bigotry appears to be festering in the FBI, and the Bureau is treating Catholics as potential terrorists because of their beliefs. Hmm. This is just nothing more than the same old, same old weaponization of the FBI. Yeah. You are somebody we don't like now. Mm-hmm. This, what they did to Donald Trump, that's the weaponization of the FBI. Mm-hmm. What they've done to the people that are Donald Trump's friends is the weaponization of the FBI, and now they're coming after Catholics. And I, I'm telling you, it's just because we're pro-life. I'm, I, why else would it be? I mean, they're not going to come after you because you believe in the Ten Commandments. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it's got to be something specific. You know, it's just the same thing as, as the, last week we talked about the uh, Catholics that got kicked out of the Smithsonian. Remember for wearing pro-life hats? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. I I tell you what, if the FBI wants to target a religion which promotes violent extremism, <laughs> potential terrorists, they need to look no further than members of the peace-loving religion of Islam. I mean, if you're going to focus and scrutinize mm-hmm. a certain religion, Islam's the one I would be doing because honestly... I don't remember any Catholics that hijacked a plane and flew it into a damn building. But I sure do remember Islams that did, or is, the Islamic faith did it, people of the Islamic faith. And I'm not painting every single person in the Islamic faith with that brush. But I am, the facts are the facts. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The facts are the facts. So it's interesting that you bring up Islam because whenever, before the power went out in this oversight committee hearing, Okay. Guess what question was asked? 
Oh, tell the people about the power going out. Yeah, so the power went out, and James Comer, he's been in um, in his position, I believe, for six years. He said for six years we've never had a power outage like this. And so C-SPAN cut their feed. You couldn't – there was a power outage. But right before the power went out, there was a question asked about advertising on Twitter during – all of this stuff during right before the election, right before all the COVID stuff, all the COVID stuff was um, happening. All the people were getting silenced and canceled. They asked if Islam and other religious organizations around the world were advertising and running ads on Twitter. So what's that mean? <laughs> that's just right when the, that's right when the feed got cut. If other religions, if other religions were advertising? They were, yeah, and, and I can't remember who was, um, don't mark my word, word for word, but I, they were asking about the advertisements that were happening, who were they getting money from? Oh, so, yeah. The point of the question was, who were they getting money from? Yeah. And so, um, and Islam was one of, one of their, uh, the people they were talking about. Yeah. Asking about specifically. Yeah. But the power went out and then Comer gets on and he's like, I apologize about this for six years. This has never happened. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden we've got other flying objects <laughs> going well, like on. You said there's just so and, much going on and all and the committees then, that are grilling people. Yes. At the same time, like Twitter or Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google, um, other big companies had major, major power outages and server outages that same day. I believe it was Wednesday when yeah. that happened. So it was very odd that all this stuff happened. There was that electric power outage at um, in this committee hearing, and then there was then there were all of these server outages. It was crazy. Yeah. It was like, what's They're, going? On? Are we under attack? Do you think that we're under attack? No. You don't think we're under attack. I, n define attack like do i think that this is orchestrated maybe maybe some okay. of it but is it uh, would i consider it an attack no okay so not not even a week after the china balloon has been flying over our country like you know in dc there's power outages and then also across the country there are server outages none of it's connected i know i sound like a crazy person talking I like this but at the uh, same time, it just makes me, it makes me scratch my head thinking that I'm going to come up with some logical explanation here. Okay. <laughs> and it, I, and I don't, I don't let's, <laughs> I, I got let, nothing. Let's, let's, let's think about this. The balloon, yeah. the, to say that the balloon is somehow or another connected with these committee hearings and everything and all the shit that's going on in Congress to, to make that, uh, I can't do that. There's no way. I'm not saying that it is connected. There is just, it's it's very odd that this happened all within a week of each other. Well, there's now, just a, seems like a shitload going on. And yeah. now that we speak, you and I, as we speak, they are seriously like scrambling fighter jets. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I mean, we've got, I, I, I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. And then the State of the Union was just nutty. It's the State of D-Union, the state of delusion. Something. It was awful. Right. Like, and I didn't watch it. I just heard the sound clips. I, so I got. I've it. got one sound clip okay. from the state of the union. Okay. The, the state of reality, though, was Sarah Huckabee Stander, Sanders. Okay. That Her response, did you see yeah. it? Yeah, we watched it that together. That was fantastic. Yeah. And for anybody that didn't see it, I got the nuts and bolts of it here in a minute. But before we go any farther. Yes. 
we got something cool to tell you guys. It's just kind of neat. Yeah. We got our first sponsor. We sure did. <laughs> we sure did. It's yeah. it's neat, and it's not a small company by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the company you may have heard of it is My Pillow. So, Jess, how did this happen? Well, I just thinking about the time and the the effort that we put into it, it would make it easier. It would make it a little bit better, you know, worth our time. And for people to want to support us, they could go and purchase things at MyPillow and then we could, you know, maybe get just a little bit of that purchase. But in, in at the same time, like be supportive of Mike Lindell and his his companies that he has going on. And he's got a lot going on. And whenever they took him on offline, they canceled his voice he was out there. He wouldn't shut up about it. It was just like his commercials. Like he just kept going. He was a broken record. Just kept going and going and going. And, um, just about the election and, and all the fraud and all of the fraud that took place. I mean, you've got the melon ballots, you've got all of these, these, the drop boxes just. (laughs) So anyways, he was one of the ones that just kept going on about it. He's got Lindell TV network. Um, Frank speech. So whenever, whenever they started silencing him, I actually purchased, um, two sets of sheets from him. I've, we've, we've done a few other things too. uh, coffee. We liked the coffee. Yeah. My coffee was really good. Mm -hmm. We tried that. Um, there were just a few things that I had purchased just to support his business. And And I sleep with a my pillow. I've slept with a my pillow. We've had those for two or three years now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a bunch of good products, but I reached out to him and I said, Hey, I just want to, you know, spread, spread a little bit more of Mike's truth and, and stuff. He's got a, he's got a great story. And so, uh, they got me in contact with the right person and it just kind of happened. They vet everybody. Um, the gal who reached out to us said, uh, let's jump on a phone call. And we did. And then she said, you guys have a great show so congratulations and um, that's what i think's awesome mm -hmm. this lady that vets she vets everybody sean hannity's show she vets them mike gallagher's show she vets them Mm -hmm. she vetted our show she vets so many shows yeah and i know they don't all make the cut and i'm just it's very humbling that we did it was so exciting it was so exciting she's like if you haven't tried the sheets you've got to try and i'm like we've got the sheets we got the sheets she's like i'll send you guys new pillows and you've got to try these slippers i'm like okay i'm not a house shoe person but i will tell you the my slippers that i have they're not the furry ones because i'm kind of weird about that on my toes (laughs) but (laughs) i got ryan the furry ones so and they're, um, they're weird they're weird. You put them on, you're like, yeah, it's just another pair of slippers. Like, I was sitting down when I put the slippers on. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there watching TV, wearing these slippers. Of course, keeping my feet warm, <laughs> and it's a cold cold night outside. And I get up to go get a drink. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was walking across the living room floor, I was like, oh, yeah. these things are nice and cushiony. Yeah, it's almost like a cloud you're walking on, yeah. for real. So he, he's got some terrific products. Mm-hmm. Very, very good products. So mm-hmm. uh, if you guys want... To uh, help support the causes of Mike Lindell and the Bushels and Barrels program, you can go to MyPillow.com or you can call them at 800-886-1048. And uh, if you go to uh, either one of them, uh, they take your order or whatever, promo code, hello, Jessica. How's that? (laughs) 
So you know, like That's all those little, all the little boxes yep. where you could put your promo code in. Yeah. Hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. That's that's mm-hmm. our promo code, and you will get uh, what was it? Instant sixty percent off. Yeah, up to sixty six percent off. Yeah, yeah, of anything on their website mm-hmm. that's eligible. I guess I'm not sure exactly yeah. what's going to be on there whenever you get, but I, you, this podcast now is going to be on Lindell TV, not like the, to watch, but yeah. the recommended podcast of mm-hmm. of my pillow. It's just a cool deal. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's such a cool deal. What else do you think about it? I don't, I really don't know. It's a humbling experience. I mean, we're just now living, living through it. It's an exciting announcement. Our first sponsor. Um, it is. And and I was chatting with the, the gal that helped us out. And I said, you know, we just, we've talked about it and we've thought about it and maybe, you know, sending our analytics to people and seeing what they think. And we just don't want to be silenced. We don't want to, we want to say what we want to say. Right. We don't want to have to worry about filtering anything. Yeah. And so, um, my pillow is one company that we can partner with that we don't have to worry about. Yeah. It, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she said she listened to what, three or four of our episodes. Yeah, like, yeah. I really like it. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, we, what a great compliment. We, yeah, exactly. You know, and mm-hmm. I always thought like maybe someday we would have a sponsor or two, somebody that wanted to advertise on our show. Yeah. But I always just figured it might be something ag related, you know, yeah, uh, some farming type deal. And I can't even right. tell you what it would be, but <laughs> definitely not John Deere. <laughs> probably not. You have too much to say about their gator product. Their gator has probably cost them a combine <laughs> if you want to know the truth. Yeah. But um I, I my pillow, a huge company. It's just mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And, and you know what else is cool about it? At the end of the advertisement, which we're at right now, I can play <laughs> this. Ready? Yeah. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. That is promo code Hello Jessica. Now, what do you want to talk about? Can you tell people why we did Hello, Jessica? Because it's easy to remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, like it's for the promo code, if I, if I were to put B&B or Bushels and Barrels, yeah, mm-hmm. Bushels and Barrels is a long ass thing to type out. B&B, yeah. it would be like, well, is it the letter B and then the word and and then the letter B or is it B and then the and sign and B? Mm-hmm. Hello, Jessica. It's just easy. Yeah. No That's spaces. Why. Just Hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Mm-hmm. And it's just a a part of this show yeah every week that's so. cool yeah so thanks for remembering to say that because that's it's pretty cool exactly it's really cool where are we going from here mr peter well let's talk about these stupid ufos okay so. are they stupid or do we know <laughs> i don't know i don't know i i'm not gonna read the articles i what i did is it this shit is happening so fast even as we are on air right now right before we came up mm-hmm they, the news dropped yet another thing that something's been shot down over Lake Huron. It's like, what the hell? But here, here you go. So last night in, uh, this is funny, the FFA, the FAA, FFA, the FAA closed airspace in Montana again. Um, at, I'm going to say Harve, Montana. Okay. H-A-V-R-E. Huh. I'm gonna, yeah. I, but I'm gonna call it Harv. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. But if you take the H away and you put an F there, it'd be Farv. I <laughs> <So, laughs> gotcha. That's why know. you're going with Harv. So okay. something, from what I gathered and the things that I read, something showed up on radar up there. They scramble jets to go find what the hell it is, and it vanished. It there, it was gone. Nothing. Well, that in itself is kind of weird. Huh. You know. 
Because uh-huh. I don't think these radars are very good at lying. They pick stuff up. That's what they do. And earlier that day, there was a UFO shot out of the sky in Yukon. That'd be northern Canada. And, I mean, it probably fell into some horrible wilderness. It might be a while for the recovery teams to get to those and and see what the hell it was. And the day before that, the very, very northern part of Alaska, another one was shot down. Like, what are these things? Like the one, the one up at northern, the northern part of Alaska, it says Arctic Ocean recovery begins for cylindrical, high altitude, unidentified object with no observable surveillance equipment shot down. The other thing they said about this thing, the pilots that saw it reported they could not find any means of propulsion. Huh. No engines. It wasn't attached to any sort of balloon. It was a a cylinder, a floating cylinder, the size of a car. That's that's the information we've got so far. Okay. I I don't know what to think of it. Like, are we talking a VW Bug? Are we talking like a a, Grand Torino Soul? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. Are you are you thinking aliens here? No. You're not thinking aliens. If it's aliens, it sure is funny the way it's only happening over America and Canada. Mm. If it's aliens, why are they so intrigued with us? Yeah. I mean, you got all of Europe, you've got all of Asia, all of Africa. Yeah. It's cold down in Antarctica, too. Are they reporting this shit? Maybe they don't have as much going on in their news cycle. Oh, so the aliens are tuned in then, huh? I personally think this all has something to do with China. I don't know. I don't know if it's some kind of new technology. I think it has something to do with China. Huh. You don't think it has anything to do with, like, our Area 51 and Black Ops? No. Okay. I think this has 100% to do with China. Not that I know anything about any of that. See, like, this (laughs) is the... This is the coincidence. That balloon goes over last week, uh-huh. and then this shit starts happening. Yeah. That's the coincidence. But see, I'm of the I'm of the opinion, and this is just my opinion. Nobody's told me this or otherwise. I'm of the opinion all of this stuff is happening. The Nord Stream Pipeline story came out. I, oh, my gosh. I've so got, I, I, I'm speaking too soon? I've got a little bit of that. Okay, so there's this story that Biden was possibly behind the Nord Stream Pipeline burst. And then everything in these oversight committees are happening, which is major in our U.S. government. It's proving collusion. It's proving tyrannical government. Well, yes, absolutely. But it's it's almost it's just your classic uh, focus on these UFOs and don't worry about what's going on over That's, there. That is, I am of that opinion. Yeah, that is where I'm like, okay, something else is going behind the scenes. And what? Well, then, do you think the United States government know. is launching this stuff up and then not telling people in the Air Force to, that they're doing it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't buy it. The Clintons are pretty powerful people. They could have totally gotten a couple cylinders together, hot glued them together, and threw it up in space. Well, and Jeremy from Panama City just (laughs) sent me a clip from The Guardian where uh, Joe Biden said, you don't F with the Bidens. See, they're pretty powerful, too. He said the word F, too. He didn't. Really? Mm. I thought about putting it in the soundboard, but the sound quality wasn't that great. So Okay. But, yeah, he he flat ass said, you don't F with the Bidens. Hmm. The guy he's talking Tough to, guy. you know, standing there, he goes, you're GD right. 
Oh, okay. okay. you deaf guys. <laughs> well, somebody's effing with Biden right now. Oh, no kidding. All these things were shooting out of the sky. And, and you know, it's like the, today at around noon, it pops up on the news. There's an area over Lake Michigan that, like, Instant TFR, temporary flight restriction. Like, mm-hmm. what was that? It lasted like 15 minutes and it went away. You know, that happened last week in Miami also. What? A temporary flight restriction? Yes. For an unidentified object? Flying object? I, I don't didn't think hear that, that. I saw a few different TikToks on that. Really? And it was from last week. Yeah. Right. Weird. Well, but okay. So speaking of TikToks and, and what happened in Farve, I mean, Harv, Montana <laughs> yesterday, if the videos of whatever those lights were in the sky. In Hawaii? No, in Harv, Montana. Farve, Montana, whatever. Uh-huh. Last night, the, the lights in the sky. So they issued this this uh, TFR, uh-huh. that's a temporary flight restraints, restraint. Nobody can fly through there. Okay. Or temporary flight restriction, I'm sorry. And somebody gets their phone out and is looking up at the sky and what is there's a bunch of freaking lights and they're not they're they're in a line, a weird line with uh I don't know how to explain it. A trail of light behind them kind of. Um go to Brian Kilmeade's Twitter page. He posted it. Uh, Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, it was on his his Twitter page. Like, what do you think about this? You know, and the number of people saying aliens just cracks me up because I just don't believe it. I don't believe the aliens thing. Once again, if it's aliens, why are they just focused like on Montana and that part of the <laughs> continent? I don't get Do it. they not have northern lights in Montana? These were not northern lights. They weren't? No. Were it they was like a stri- laser lights? Do you remember when the uh, Starlink satellites went over here uh-huh. and you could see them in a line? It kind of looked like that, but the lights were much bigger, a little more spread out. But the light itself left a trail. Yeah. of I, I, a, a trail of light. It was weird. It's the weirdest shit. Really? Yeah, it was weird. I don't, you know, and you know, who knows? Maybe somebody d- took that video five years ago from something they saw, then posted it like it was last night. And then I don't know. And then it's going crazy. Yeah. So I don't think so. Um, I'm looking at these these lights. Uh, same thing happened in Hawaii this week. The, uh, yeah, I read about that. That was a, a Chinese spy balloon that did that. A different one? Yeah. Over our airspace in Hawaii? In Hawaii, yeah. Did we not shoot this one down? I don't think anybody knew what it was until after the fact. But see, like that, I wonder where it went. Where did it go? I mean, I know we have the greatest people looking at radars in the world. If that happened over Hawaii. It's classified. Where did it go? (laughs) It's classified. Okay. It's classified. Yeah. Same exact lights. Bushels and barrels one at gmail.com. What the hell do you guys think's going on? Green here? beam pokes into the sky. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. In Montana and in Hawaii. Odd. And any Ooh. of you guys in Montana that listen to this, <laughs> did you see, did you see anything like anything weird going on or maybe even in Alaska, but man, I, I seriously doubt we have anybody at the very North, <laughs> northmost part of Alaska. Yeah. Watching, but or listening, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you, I, rem- do you remember a few years ago back when those super um, high strength laser beams were outlawed because kids were like shining them up at, at pilots? Pilots, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what these look like. Well, that, <laughs> see, that's what just happened here last week when that stupid balloon was going over. A bunch of 
freaking rednecks are on the ground with their lasers pointed at it <laughs> trying to burn it down yeah trying to hit it and a bunch of pilots were getting blinded up there so they oh, that led gosh. the faa to make another announcement like hey we don't want you shining lasers up in the sky please don't do that jeez <laughs> oh, oh that's exactly what that looks like though those green lasers or the red ones yeah but these are green right the ones they have pictures of anyways so then did you hear about the, the latest headline associated with this stuff no China prepares to shoot down unknown flying object near coast. Of sure. course. Who reported this? I can't remember. Uh, who did report that? I didn't, like I said, I just, I didn't write down who reported all this. But that, yeah. that's an actual, de- look it Headline. up. China prepares to shoot down unknown flying object near their coast. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I bet you are, China. Uh. You're all that, that, you want to talk about a head fake. That's mm-hmm. what that is. That's like, see, it's happening everywhere. It can't just be us. Whatever. <laughs> Maritime authorities in Shandong province, eastern China, announced move and warning to fishermen. So, in other words, they're going to knock it out of the sky, and your damn boat catching fish better not be under it. Bo Snurdly had a hilarious uh, take, though. Really? Uh, he, he tweeted this. He said, the last week under Joe Biden is like living through an episode of The X-Files. <laughs> that is so true. And someone's taken over his body and brain. I thought that was great. That is good. <laughs> this is crazy. Everybody's reporting on China claims that there's an UFO in China and they're going to shoot. They're going to prepare to oh, shoot you're it looking down. it up now. Oh, on yeah. Chrome? Okay. Everybody, everybody, Fox, Forbes, weather boy, <laughs> business insider, all of them. <laughs> so you mentioned the, uh, Nord Stream pipeline. Yeah. So this guy, here's what happened. There's this reporter, investigative reporter. His name is Seymour Hirsch. And this past week, he re- he released a report that said essentially America took out the Nord Stream pipeline. If you do, if you do recall, back in September, uh, that thing got bombed or not bombed, blew up. It's you know underground mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. under the water of the Baltic Sea, mm-hmm. blew up, and the methane obviously rushed to the the surface of the sea. And I mean, it, it, they ruined it. They rendered it ruined. Basically, they junked yeah. it, but nobody knew who did it. No, yeah, nobody. The knew. American media, all they would say, the Russians did it. The Russians did it. Mm-hmm. It was the Russians' pipeline. I mean, that's they'd like be kicking themselves in the nuts to do that. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. So, there was speculation. Maybe America did it, but nobody could prove anything. So this Seymour Hirsch. But I do. I, before you go on with it, I, there was a time period where one or two news stations said wait a second, didn't the Navy have some, weren't they doing, uh, what's it called? Drills over there, somewhere over there. Weren't you guys pretty close to over there? That's part of the story. Oh, it is? Okay. Okay. I'm going right. to give Sorry. you guys, I'm going to give you guys the, the best I can do at telling you what happened here. This was a long read. And it's one of those reads like you'd have to read it for a guy like me would have to read it three or four times to really understand the players and why things were going on. But in a nutshell, the Nord Stream pipeline, both of them, one and two, deliver uh, our natural gas from the natural gas fields of Russia in a pipe underneath the Baltic Sea to Germany. That's how Germany gets their gas to run their factories, heat their homes and everything. Well, Germany can't use all the massive amount of gas that's coming out of that thing 
So whatever they don't use, they sell to the open market, like Denmark and uh, any of the countries in Europe. They'll sell the excess to, and there's a lot of it. Russia makes a shitload of money off that, like a lot. So I guess before Russia invaded Ukraine, they were getting closer and closer to the border, and all their military was was stationed just, I mean, more and more of their military was putting, getting put right on the border of Ukraine. So the higher-ups in our military, it sounds like, and Joe Biden were like, well, Russia's getting ready to invade Ukraine how do you keep people from fighting a war? I mean, you obviously try to take out their fuel. You try to take out their communication, but ultimately how can you stop them from getting money? Well, Russia's making a shitload of money off this North stream pipeline, piping gas to Germany. If we blow that thing up, no more gas, no more money going into Russia's bank account. And that's basically Russia's, I mean, not their whole economy, but most of their economy is oil and gas exports they do have some ag but not a whole lot compared to oil and gas so it was kick it was being kicked around how about we get rid of the Nord Stream one and two pipeline well the problem is is, as we've said before on this program you're going to have a bunch of people freeze to death I mean it, it almost becomes a humanitarian issue as well because it's not like this is gas that's just used for whatever it's not like it's gas that's used for extracurricular activities this is the stuff that they use to keep their house warm so it was bandied back and forth like well yeah i mean it would be it would be good to keep the money going from russia but look at all the people you're going to hurt on the other end of that well after getting it kicked around and kicked around it looks to me like from what i read if this reporter from newsintervention.com named seymour hirsch did his homework and if this is all true. It looks to me like we did it. So how did we do it? And I'm going to read you uh, bits and pieces. This was a long deal, and I was just having to cut and paste the things that I thought were the most important. Did you know that the Navy's elite divers, the best of the best in the entire world, are stationed in Panama City? I did not know that. Do you know how much is going on in Panama City? This seems like there's a lot going on down there in regards to military. Hmm. You know. No, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Found okay. that out in this article. So, bear with me here, folks. The headline is, How America Took Out the Nord Stream Pipeline. It says, The pipelines ran more than a mile apart along a seafloor that was only 260 feet deep. That's the place where they blew it up. That was The, the pipeline was 260 foot underneath the surface of the, of the sea. It says that would be well within the range of divers who, operating from a Norwegian Alta-class mine hunter, would dive with a mixture of oxygen, nitrogen, and helium streaming from their tanks and plant shaped C4 cartridges on the four pipelines with concrete protective covers. Don't mark my words here. I think the Nord Stream 1 quote-unquote pipeline is actually two pipes and the Nord Stream 2 is two pipes. I hmm. think, I think, like it's, like I said, I would have to research this more and do more in depth mm-hmm. to get this. But that was the idea. We'll sit them down there. These divers from Panama City, who are the best of the best of the best at what they do, plant the C four down there, and we'll just blow the sun bitch up. Now the question is, when do we do it? You know, you're not just like you're going to hop on a boat 
You need cover. You need a reason for them to be there. It's just going to be odd if we just send them over there to do it. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. What the hell's that American boat doing out there and all these divers diving in the water for? Yeah. You know? So that was a big question. Well, the story goes on to say the Norwegians also had a solution to the crucial question of when the operation should take place. Every June for the past 21 years, the American 6th Fleet whose flagship is based flagship is based in Italy, south of Rome, has sponsored a major NATO exercise in the Baltic Sea. That's what you were talking about just now. Yeah. A major exercise in the Baltic Sea involving scores of allied ships throughout the region. The current exercise held in June would be known as Baltic Operations 22 or Baltops 22. The Norwegians proposed this would be the ideal cover to plant the mines. In other words, they're doing this operation out there. It's a scheduled operation. A bunch of different countries are out there. NATO countries are out there. They're all doing it together, training, things like that, except one of these ships out here is not training. One of these ships out here holds the Panama City divers, and they're going down and planting these the C4. Mm. Okay, so there's your cover. Okay. Like I said... It just seems to me like this might be true. If not, then this guy that wrote this has one hell of a big imagination. Yeah. You know? Okay. The The only bad thing about this is he doesn't, he can't uh, reveal who his source is. He he just has to keep saying, I, all my inf- information comes from a high level unidentified source. So... That's the yeah, only and thing. We blame, that, we blame a lot of Democrats for doing that too. Like oh, yeah, making absolutely. up stories and well, stuff. Well, I don't so. know if this guy's a Democrat or a Republican. I have no idea. I'm just telling you, like in the news cycles, we were like, yeah, but they don't even have a source on that. They yeah. just made that up. <laughs> so the story goes on to say it was both a, a useful exercise and ingenious cover. The Panama City boys would do their thing and the C4 explore, explosives would be in place by the end of Ball Tops 22 with the 48-hour timer attached. All of the Americans and Norwegians would be long gone by the first explosion. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, we're doing this. We do. We have this one rogue boat out there with the Panama City boys. We got a 48-hour timer on it. The exercise is over. Everybody goes home. Yeah. 48 hours later, kerpow. Right? The days were counting down. The clock was ticking, and we were nearing mission accomplished, the source says. And then Washington had second thoughts. The bombs would still be planted during ball tops, but the White House worried that a two-day window for their detonation would be too close to the end of the exercise, and it would be obvious that America had been involved. This sounds like the White House that we have right now. Like the Biden admin. Well, but it makes sense. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a that's a logical and reasonable reasonable thing to think. Yeah. You know, the exercise ended two days ago and shit blew up. Eh. No, it didn't have nothing to do with Americans. Right. We were the only ones out there. Yeah. So on September twenty sixth, uh, twenty twenty two, they figured out well. So what they did is they figured out a way to detonate these further off than 48 hours. And this is where the story gets wild, has something to do with a, a plane that uh, drops a sonar boat buoy. Mm-hmm. And the sonar is what actually How detonates it the bomb. Oh. 
But the problem with doing that is there's a risk factor there. Sonar is noise. Ships. Everything makes noise. And they were afraid maybe just a ship going by it might blow it up because of the noise. But it was a risk they were willing to take. So on September 26, 2022, a Norwegian Navy P-8 surveillance plane made a seemingly routine flight and dropped a sonar buoy. The signal spread underwater initially to Nord Stream 2 and then to Nord Stream 1. A few hours later, the high-powered C-4 explosive were triggered and three of the four pipelines were put out of commission. Within a few minutes, pools of methane gas that remained in the shuttered pipelines could be seen spreading on the water's surface, and the world learned that something irreversible had taken place. So those are the pictures we remember seeing. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh-oh, you're vibrating again. That's okay. Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I'm... I'm I might be doing a bad job explaining this. I'm doing the best I can. I think you're doing all right. I really do. And I honestly had no idea that this guy was going to mention, because I didn't read the article. Um, I I read the headline. Yeah, I read the headline. It blew up all over Twitter. So um, I don't know. You're doing a good job. So the fallout of it. In the immediate aftermath of the pipeline bombing, the American media treated it like an unsolved mystery. Russia was repeatedly cited as the likely culprit spurred on by calculated leaks from the White House. Go figure. Lies lies coming out of the White House? No way. But without ever establishing a clear motive for such an act of self-sabotage beyond central retribution. Like, that's the, that's the thing that most people with the brain thought. The White House is sitting there saying that Russia took out their own pipeline. The ultimate question is, why would they do that? That pipeline generates a tremendous amount of money for them. Mm -hmm. So why would they go knock it out? I mean, that'd be like me spraying my own standing crop and killing it before it was ready. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Then the other thing that made people go, Russia didn't do this. A few months later, when it emerged that Russian authorities had been quietly getting estimates for the cost to repair the pipelines, the New York Times described, the New York Times described at that point the news as complicating theories about who is behind the attack. So there you go. If Russia went out and blew it up, then why are they secretly going out and trying to figure out what it's going to take to fix it? Why blow it up to begin with? Mm-hmm. So they're in a nutshell, and that's a hmm. shitty nutshell, and I'm sorry, guys, but that's, that's the best way I can explain that story of Biden blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, not the Russians. What do you think? What's your personal opinion? Or do you have one yet? Do you know enough to have one? Okay. If that story right there is true, I would say Biden did it. It, I I, I mean, I I don't see any reason whatsoever Russia would have done that. It's just, that's too big of a hit. This isn't like just Saddam Hussein turning a couple spigots of oil wells off and saying, I'm not selling you any more oil until you do this, 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 and this. Yeah. Like, what they just did is like irreversible damage 260 foot below the seafloor. Nothing that's easy to fix. It's not just opening a valve and letting the gas flow again. Mm-hmm. If, if they wanted to stop giving gas to Germany or selling gas to Germany, why didn't they just shut the valves at the Russian port? Right. Why did they go out in the middle of the sea and just blow it up? Yeah. So that's what makes me think Russia 
didn't do it to themselves. Now, as for America doing it, I can't say. But that's the story this guy laid out. Let's say that it is true. Okay. This guy's intel is true. Okay. Would that be an act of war? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure I understand. I would sure think it would be. Yeah. I mean, granted, nobody got killed, but that, you took out something really, really valuable right there. I mean, it's it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I mean, just think about the uh, Alaska pipeline up there. If somewhere in the middle of Alaska, Russia went there and planted C4 and blew Blew it it up, up, would that be an act of war? Yeah, it would be. I would think it would be. Yeah. Maybe not with Biden, though. Biden probably be like, no, you, we're going to be stern and make sanctions. and, and Next we're not. time, I'll get you. Exactly. <laughs> but I, uh, I don't know. I it, always remembered Trump and his threats to Russia. You dare step foot on anything, and I'm going to blow it up. Yeah, same with China. Mm-hmm. He was tough on them. Mm-hmm. And then again... <laughs> I'm not even going to go back to the balloon story. Okay. <laughs> and then not, you've got the balloon yeah, story. Yeah, then you got the balloon story and people saying, yeah. okay, we'll go back there for just a second. Okay. And then it came out this <laughs> early this past week, like Monday or Tuesday, that, oh, well, this, that, hell, during the Trump administration, three or four balloons transverse Texas oh, yeah. and Florida. Oh, yeah. Oh, the reddest states in the union. Yeah, I bet. Uh-huh. I, I, and, and you know what? While, while Trump is just kicking the Chinese's ass economically uh-huh. and the tariffs and just, I mean, Bringing them down, like trying to make put us back on a fair playing field, get some jobs back in the United States. You think he would look at those balloons and went, "Well, that's a line I can't cross." <laughs> Hell no, he wouldn't. No. Have. <laughs> well, and then and then some people were like, "Oh, he didn't know about it," and he said he didn't know about it. Yeah, he did. He did know about it, and he's just saying he didn't know it. He's lying. He's lying. Well, if he's like, lying, okay. there's a All bunch right. of people that are never Trumpers that were uh, well now never Trumpers uh-huh. that were pro-Trump back then in his administration who also said that never happened. Yeah. And it's not like they're saying it to guard Donald Trump's ass. I'm sure they want to see him go down. But they're saying it because I'm going to say they're telling the truth. Hmm. You know, it never happened. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, you want to hear a funny story? Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) From the New York Post. (laughs) McDonald's to remove tasteless Mc... Try this again because I'm a little McDonald's to remove tasteless McCrispy ad across from crematorium. What? <laughs> a tasteless. Uh, you're going to have to d- do that again. Repeat. McDonald's to remove tasteless McCrispy ad across from crematorium. You know, a place where people get cremated. Right? Yeah. An advertisement for McDonald's McCrispy Chicken Sandwiches placed across the street from a British crematorium is reportedly being removed after being dubbed tasteless. The coincidental placement of the bus stop poster made for some dark humor, but Cornwall, England residents aren't loving the advertisement opposite of the Penmount Crematorium. So I guess they just, they got a picture of their Miss Crispy or McCrispy uh-huh. and you're loving the McCrispy, and the sign that's right beside it says crematorium and an arrow. <laughs> like, it is so, right beside it. <laughs> is it telling people, like, if they eat McDonald's, they're going to be cremated? <laughs> or, or, are they- or, or the people that get cremated are McCrispy. 
You know, <laughs> that's what it is. Come on now. I'm sorry. Jeez. That took me a minute. That did take you a minute. My goodness. I really wish I could I'm see sorry, this sign. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> sorry. You know, Sometimes I have my moments. I do. I mean, Ooh. it's just like the humor that would be associated with a, uh, a a funeral home getting built right beside a nursing home. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's not really same, cool. Yeah. It's like stuff not you wouldn't cool. do, but it's kind of dark humor. It's kind of funny. Right. I read that and I thought that was funny. Yeah. Go look that Go look that picture up. Bo, uh, Bo Snerdly shared that article on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Oh, that's so you funny. Can see, but you can just, you can Google like McDonald's to remove tasteless Miss crispy ad. I can't, I can't say that. But uh, I hate to tell any of you guys that listen to me, if you or your daughter or son or wife are a uh, service industry worker, food server, mm. who gets tips, he's coming after you. Did you hear that? Yes. Isn't that ridiculous? I thought that he said he wasn't. Co- now, just at his State of the Union address, he just said, he just said behind that podium that he wasn't going to touch anybody who was not making $400,000 a year or mm. less. Yeah, right. He said that. Yeah. Well, he can't prove that you didn't make $400,000 if you're not uh, turning in all your tips. What? Yo, I'm serious. How much, mo- how much money are you getting tipped? I'm being stupid here, too, but... Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. From the center square, Biden takes fire over IRS targeting service industry tips in new plan. President Joe Biden has taken criticism after the IRS said it will go after service industry tips... A new in a new effort to increase collection. Joe Biden's radical war on the working class just expanded to tipped workers. Further proof that working class Americans who make less than seventy five thousand dollars will bear the brunt of over seven hundred and ten thousand new IRS audits. Did you know that's what they're projecting with these new mm. eighty seven thousand audit or eighty seven thousand IRS people? that they're projecting 710,000 more audits are going to happen per year. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So do you think that people that make cash off of tips, do you think they record most of that? Uh, No. Mm -mm. I really don't think so. Mm -mm. I remember I worked for (laughs) Cracker Barrel for a hot minute. I mean, back in the day. Yeah. Like for 30 days. Yeah. And in the training, it says that you have to require all of your stuff. You you have you are required to report every single dollar that you made that night. Well, of course, they tell you that. They, that's what they tell you. That's what they train you to do. And that's what. And so I did that in the beginning. And then whenever I had somebody shadowing me, um, they're like, you never tell anybody how much money you make. Like, for real. Yeah. You, don't, you just don't. You stash that cash. <laughs> well, like the cat. I mean, I understand that. Because like, it's not taxed. Yeah, well, I okay, so let's say you go out to eat, mm-hmm. you pay with the credit card, they're bringing your receipt, you know, and then you can write in how much you of a tip you want to give. Yeah. Yeah, there, now there's a paper trail. You better yeah. turn that in. Right. But if I leave a five, you know, where I was sitting whenever I leave, no way in hell I'm turning that in. No way. Well, that person has to, actually, the employer, like, let's just say Cracker Barrel, they'll actually take that money and then tax you on it, so you don't have a choice. But if you don't even tell them you got it. But on that credit card statement, it it's not even that person's choice. For what was written down. Yeah, that $10 is going to be taxed before that person actually sees that $10 tip. Sure. But the $10, the, the, the $10 bill. But the $10 bill, you're right. It's not. You're right. And But 
Biden, what uh-huh. he's wanting to do here, and I watched an interview of this, what he wants to do is he wants to make, he want, he's putting more pressure on restaurant owners and man, managers mm-hmm. to be the IRS yeah. and crack down on employees that are taking that $5 bill and put it in their pocket. To police it for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what the guy that I saw in the interview, he's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not the IRS. I own a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And my job is to turn a profit. And it's not my job to sit there and look over each one, each and every one of my servers and figure out whenever Grandpa John left, he left two quarters back behind for mm-hmm. Lacey for getting coffee for him this morning. Yeah. I'm not going after Lacey for that 50 cents. Yeah. This is the same argument, though, that we have with child support here in Illinois. Like, employers are mandated by in that bullshit. Yes. By law, right. you have to take out their child support. And you know why that is, don't you? Because people don't pay their child support. Because there's a bunch of deadbeat men out there. Who, no, I mean, there's women too, but yeah. Mostly men. Okay. Mostly, most of the time men pay child support. Once in a great while a woman does, but yeah. most of the time men. Well, <laughs> okay. If a woman is paying a man child support, he's definitely a deadbeat too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, Illinois employers are, are required to take that out. Yeah, and see, I, by I have always mm-hmm. thought that was just, that's the biggest bunch of BS ever. Mm-hmm. Why is it my responsibility whenever I hire John Doe, he presents me with a court order saying that I have to take out $200 of every one of his paychecks and send it to some disbursement unit mm-hmm. up in Chicago? Just giving people jobs. Just, Stupid. But it's more shit. And then, and what is it? If we don't do it, we're fined, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we get in trouble as the employer. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's bullshit. It is. Absolute bullshit. And it has nothing to do with us. No. no it has I, absolutely I, nothing to do with exa- us other than we are the only, we are the entity that a person works at or you know, right. whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Bunch of BS. Just a bunch of BS. Yeah. So you didn't, you said you did. Did you watch the State of the Union or not? I didn't. I did. I was yes. out in the, I was out in the shop that night uh, making a failed TikTok. Okay. It just, I could, <laughs> I was trying to make my State of the Union. <laughs> It's just one of those deals. It just didn't go over. I just didn't deliver it very well. And I was just mm-hmm. like, well, it's not quality product. I'm not going to put it out. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> But anyway, I didn't watch any of it. I did hear on Mark Levin's show the next day a couple clips of yes. what Biden said. I'm, I've only got one of Biden's clips for you. Oh, do you I, want, I do can't you, wait to hear it. Let's hear it. This this one uh, is just laughable. <laughs> Have you noticed Big Oil just reported his profits, record profits? Last year, they made $200 billion in the midst of a global energy crisis. I think it's outrageous. Why? They invested too little of that profit to increase domestic production. And when I talk to a couple of them, they say, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway, so why should we invest in them? I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed... And beyond that, we're going to need it. Production. Now, is that not hilarious? Like, Congress just laughed at him. Yeah. We're going to need oil for another decade, buddy. Joe, you probably won't be around another decade. No. And I'm not wishing ill will on you. But, sir, we're going to need oil for the next hundred years. End of story. Solar and wind do not produce tires. Tires are produced out of oil. And, we're, and I, unless you come up with some new technology to 
for a wheel and a mm-hmm. tire. You're going to just so much. To get, oil is everything. Whether you like it or not, you need to get over it. Oil is everything. But then for him to sit there and say they made 250 some odd billion dollars profit during a supply crunch. Well, how much did Pfizer and Moderna and everybody make during a healthcare crunch? Right? It's a great point. But nobody's going to talk about that, are they? Mm. So. I felt so sorry for him whenever he said that because he was like an old, you know, when older people get a little bit confused, they get startled by things that they're not expecting. So when everybody started laughing at him, he had this startled look on his face. Like that laughter is not on my script to, to, you know, react to. So I have no idea what to do. So he looked like an old man who was a little bit delusional, who was not expecting that. And it was just a very sad I felt so sorry for him in that moment, like, because I'm going, oh my God, this guy is not, there is nothing there. Well, I know what you mean. You feel sorry for him, but then you see stuff like Jeremy from Panama City sent me right before we came up here that Mm -hmm. Joe Biden saying, you don't F with a Biden, but you deserve to be F with buddy. Well, yeah. I mean, you're going to go out and say foolish stuff like that. My heart wants to see everybody saved by Jesus Christ, okay? That's what I want. Well, of course. But I'm just saying, like, I felt sorry for him in that moment because he was, and you know, that happened a few other times. He, did you hear or see him, like, get mad and say something about China? Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I heard a couple sound clips. I didn't get what the hell he's even talking about. He wasn't talking about anything. He went off script and it was just so confusing and he got mad and he's like, Tell me who another world leader, China. Ah. <laughs> but it made no sense it why he absol- even said it, no. right? And then he went off on some other thing that right after that, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. My favorite, absolute favorite part of that entire speech was whenever he said, I guarantee you, I when I if you put something on my my desk that says i will veto it immediately like before before he even stopped speaking immediately kamala harris stood up and started clapping yeah and what he said nobody knows nobody understand nobody understood nobody understood what he heard and there was like a standing ovation yeah like that didn't make any sense so it just makes them look like idiots in my opinion because it's like you can't you can't be serious right you can't be serious well you know Listen to what he said about the oil industry, which I mean, I've been warning you guys listen to this program for the past year and a half year anyway, that this guy, he wants to see oil go away and you, every one of you listen to me, you need it. You need it. But let's just say that somehow or another he's right and he can have this shut down on year 10 of the next 10. That would be... See, the thing is, when it comes to oil production, you don't just wake up on Monday morning and say, I'm going to drill an oil well, and by Friday afternoon, you got a drilling rig. That is right. not the way it works. Right. You got to go through permitting, which, I mean, is what he's really cracked down on. Mm-hmm. You got to go through, and that, you got to go out, find the place that you want to go try to spend millions of dollars to produce oil. No guarantee it's there. But you got to do all that geology. You got to do all the permitting. Then, if it's in a, a remote spot, like in Alaska, those guys that were drilling up there, you got to figure out how to get all that equipment from Texas or Oklahoma or wherever it came from to Alaska to drill to the job. 
you wake up on Monday morning wanting to go drill in a spot like that, it might be two or three years before it actually has a drilling rig on the location uh, putting a hole in the ground. Huh. Okay, so if he's going around saying, well, we need it for the next 10 years, okay, so now I'm putting a hole in the ground on year three, only got seven more years to uh, recover my investment, because what will happen if you, if you drill there and you find oil, chances are you're going to want to drill around it. This all takes time to develop. It does not happen with a snap of a finger. But what he is explaining would be just like bunches of farmers listen to this program. It'd be just like saying, in two years, we won't need corn anymore. <laughs> We're done with corn. Yeah. So if you're sitting here right now, are you going to go buy a brand new corn head? No. No, you're, gonna, you're just going to use up what you got and sit still. You're, you're going to... And then not only that, but for the next two years, as you produce that corn, I am going to tax the hell out of you for it because you're making money on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the same difference. Yeah. So, of course, these oil companies are like, screw you. Yeah. I'm not going to go drill right now. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That was the state of delusion. Did you hear Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Mm-hmm. That's the state of reality. Let's listen to what she had to say. I'll be the first to admit President Biden and I don't have a lot in common. I'm for freedom. He's for government control. At 40, I'm the youngest governor in the country. And at 80, he's the oldest president in American history. I'm the first woman to lead my state. And he's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. In the radical left's America, Washington taxes you and lights your hard-earned money on fire. But you get crushed with high gas prices, empty grocery shelves, and our children are taught to hate one another on account of their race, but not to love one another or our great country. Whether Joe Biden believes this madness or is simply too weak to resist it, his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. That was awesome. The choice is between normal or crazy. Would you agree with that? Yes. And they want crazy to not be crazy. With the trans stuff that is continually, the LGBT, did you, I didn't watch any of this crap, but the Grammys the other night and the clips mm-hmm. that I saw of mm-hmm. some of these satanic weirdos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wonder why they're just losing so many people from watching these programs anymore. That's, I don't get it. I don't get the normal and crazy. These are the crazies. There was a there were a lot of people doing like before you go woke this is what you look like and there it's like a normal person man or woman there um, and then after you go woke a few years later you are completely unrecognizable you've got different different hair you've dressed completely different you've you know it's like Sam Smith that that was just disgusting and I've never I, heard of that guy until I've, the other night you know I've heard his songs um, I'm not completely ignorant to pop music and culture but oh it was bad it was really bad and can you imagine how many kids that night probably were Mm -hmm. watching that Mm -hmm. parents didn't even know it or parents didn't care yeah 
or don't think there's anything wrong with it. And, and I, this is no offense to many of you kids if you're listening, but you're still mm-hmm. young and dumb. And a lot of you, you're still impressionable. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 kind of like anything. The more you're subjected to it, the more numb you become to it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you have people like, this guy was dressed up in a devil outfit and then getting pissed on is what it looked like, right? In one of the videos. Um, in one of his videos, yes, but not in the oh, one okay. at the Grammys. Okay. Yeah. But regardless, yeah. it's just trash. It's filth. Mm-hmm. It's awful. It's filth. Yeah. It's vulgar. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's not something that, you're, that children need to be watching. No. I mean, no. But then to like just prance around and act like you're in hell yeah with fire all around you and doing satanic worship worship and i think cbs actually replied to a tweet saying we are ready to worship really mm-hmm. yeah that's out there yeah yeah sam smith said this is going to be a special night or something and cbs replied with we are ready to worship like this is what we are in right now in the life that we're living is is totally a spiritual battle Good against evil. It is. And spiritual spirituality that we can't see with our own two eyes, like our human eyes. I, yeah. I feel like it is, there are, <laughs> God's already won the war for sure. But what we are living in here on earth, there is a constant battle between good and evil. Always has yeah. been. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then now it's right in front of our face. But now it's that, normal versus crazy. What blows my mind is, when I was a child, and I don't feel like that was that long ago, nothing would have ever been on the television that even came close to what was on the Grammys. No. Nothing. Do you remember the outrage whenever um, Janet Jackson had her boob slip? I was just getting ready to say that. There was an outrage. Of a nipple got showed on national TV yeah, during the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, and it wasn't even a nipple. Show. It was a nipple cover. Do you think that even affects us today? Oh, no. Not no. at all. No. You see more of that on TikTok. You see more than that on a TikTok on a daily basis. Yep. Well, hell, I'm, I'm on Facebook Marketplace the other day. Mm-hmm. And just scrolling through looking for whatever it was I was looking for. It might mm-hmm. have been a dump trailer. I don't remember what it was. The sponsored advertisements... One of them was a a topless woman. Topless. Are you serious? That's what it was. Gross. And it was well, underneath it, it said, I don't know. Enhance, it, it was, it was ba- yeah, enhance your shit. Your bust. With, <laughs> or enhance your, enhance your maleness with some CBD oil gummy or something like oh, that. Oh, gosh. But it, the woman was nude. Like, or, or, or topless, I should say. She, she, she was showing. Showing. Everything was showing. Yeah. Because I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, my gosh. This is uh, Mm. Facebook Marketplace. Any kid who's on Facebook Mm -hmm. who goes to Marketplace, any Mm -hmm. 16-year-old that's like, I'm going to go try to find a truck. Mm -hmm. Boom. You're porn right there, ready to go. (laughs) It's just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And people might make fun of us because our son is having the time of his life downstairs watching Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead and make fun of us. I really don't care. Yeah. I really don't care. I'd rather you him know see what? that my, any day. <laughs> chances are my son's not going to end up effed up compared to the kids that are watching things like the Grammys. That have access to internet, like yep. a have smartphone with... Snapchat. <laughs> I mean... Internet. That's a, internet, yeah. yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's just somebody going through just looking for something as simple as a pickup truck and boom. Yeah. A topless woman. I don't get it. And they're not your moms and they're not your wives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I mean. And at 16, you don't want them to be your girlfriends. But like on TikTok. <laughs> or their girlfriends, I should say. Right, right. <laughs> but like on TikTok, you can see, you know, I I was laughing with Nicole earlier this weekend about, um, I'm being influenced and I need to stop being influenced because all these people are like, oh, you've got to try this body oil or you've got to try this facial cream or you've got to do this. So I have to turn it off in my brain. But, you know, um, we were getting ready for vacation. Well, TikTok knew that because my phone knew that somehow, Mm -hmm. whatever. I've got the dates in my calendar, whatever. And their shows advertisements for boob tape. Well, guess what? Like these are nude women. And not nude, nude, like not their, you know. Explain. You've ever heard of boob tape? No. It's like what you wear in place of a bra, I guess. Some women do. I don't. Oh. I I mean, it was cheap, so. You bought some. I did. (laughs) Have I? Because I was influenced. <laughs> Have I tried it out? Absolutely not. I what haven't. What does it do? But I mean, there's these women, this advertisement of these women in the tape. And I'm like, oh, that would totally work in a shirt that I need. Does it that go I over have. your nipple? Yeah. I mean, you tape your boobs. So if you get THO, you can't see it. Right. Right. Is that the purpose of it? Well, it's the or purpose. Or is it also to hold your boobs up like a bra? Sure. Yeah. It has all it kinds of everything. purposes. Yeah. It has the all hell kind- do you tape it to to hold them up? Your skin. It's like skin. It's like duct tape for your skin. Mind blown. Yeah. Wow. So now everybody might have this advertisement show up, but I mean, these women are naked for, I mean, other than just like one part of their body, the whole thing is showing and they're showing you how to do it. And these things aren't censored on on places like TikTok or Instagram. That... or. All right. I'm going to go off the reservation here. You mm-hmm. ready? Yeah. I wonder if they have penis tape for boys going through puberty. What? <laughs> Ryan, are you being vulgar? <laughs> are you being... Oh, I hope you edit that out. You do? <laughs> yes. Okay. Jeez. Well, you know, a guy just out of right. nowhere when you're going okay. through puberty. A guy I have just, no idea because I'm not a guy. Yeah. I don't try to understand Well, every guy it. that just listened to me knows you just be sitting there in class and just all of a sudden you're like, why? Why right now? Well, the bell's about to ring. I'm getting ready to walk out of this classroom. Why, oh, why did no. you do this right now? Is that how it works? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. I mean, not anymore, but <laughs> back then, yeah. <laughs> now it's like yes ryan (laughs) i wish you wouldn't talk about this if you could see how red my face is and ryan's face oh my gosh i can't believe this makes good radio people listen to this and they're laughing this is real life (laughs) my gosh but well, if we if we are desensitized, like to Janet Jackson's nip slip that happened whenever that was. When was that? Ten years ago, you think? More 12, than 15? It has been more than 10 years ago. Yeah, I remember my parents were outraged. But that's 15 years ago anyway. Yeah, I yeah. think that I think we may have been at like a family, another family that we went to church with to watch the Super Bowl or something. The only thing my right. parents would have approved of right. when I was in high happened. school. And then that happened. Yeah. And of course, we've got children there running around and seeing that and they were just outraged yeah, and while we're talking about okay so now we're on the super bowl yeah why is their halftime entertainment most generally so shitty 
Like, why couldn't they ever get Brooks and Dunn to be a Super Bowl halftime show or Eric Church? Well, why would Eric Church want to do a Super Bowl halftime show? Because it's a Super Bowl. Has he ever done one? No. Ever? Never. A Super Bowl halftime show? Uh There's very few people. It's a once a year deal. There's very few people that get to do it. But, like, it's either somebody that's absolutely disgusting. Like... Well, The weekend. remember whenever he was on a few years oh, ago? Oh, yeah, that was a weird show. Or it's washed up, old, I'm, I, I don't take away their talent and what they had going for them back in the day, but washed up old rock acts like um, Aerosmith, which was a great band, don't get me wrong, or uh, The Rolling Stones was one year. I, I'm just like, come on. Why can't you get like a modern country... Or maybe even a modern rock. Of course, there's no such thing as rock music anymore. Um, we had that discussion just a couple of nights ago, didn't we? Yeah, because we were talking about the, the country that's on that. Well, we were listening to a 90s playlist. And uh, I think Pearl Jam. Pearl um, Jam's daughter came on. I was like, yeah. where, does, where is music with a guitar like this anymore? Or there were, there were some, some Third other, Eye Blind, yeah, there some were, Counting Crows, yeah. Yeah, some other Good bands stuff. on there. Yeah, yeah, like, dang, I just remember rocking out just to this guitar solo or whatever. Right. And I was just a kid, you know, in high school or whatever, but they didn't know that you can't find that anymore. I, I wish that they would find somebody just better. Like, tonight's Rihanna. What? I, she's mm. not exactly a picture of class, is she? Girl, she dirty. Mm. There you go. Mm. So I don't even know the who black eyed peas. Yeah. Black eyed peas are all washed up. Um, Madonna, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, Coldplay, Lady Gaga, Timberlake, Maroon 5 was pretty good. Yeah, show. I do remember them. Um, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. I don't remember that one. The Weeknd, Dr. Dre. I did. You know what? I did remember Dr. Dre. That was last year, yeah. I believe. Was it yeah. last year or two mm-hmm. years ago? Last yeah. year, 2022. Um, I liked that one. Yeah. Because it brought me back to high school, right. you know, and just being with my friends. Oh, me too. Yeah. Dances and stuff. We just, you know, we were just children, but uh, yeah, interesting. I don't I know. Don't know. I, I just wish they wouldn't. I, Shania Twain was in the early 2000s. U2, Aerosmith, and NSYNC. Oh, jeez. Wow. Um, you know, I, okay. I guess they have, they've had a few decent ones. But for the most, get a country one. Why can't I have some country? I just want some country Shania music. Twain. And whenever I say country, I'm not talking about like today's Sam Hunt or anything like that. I'm talking about a good old Brooks and Dunn or. Okay. Yeah. Toby Keith. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. good old American people. Now, Boys to Men played in 98. Do you remember that show? I know. I don't okay. remember that at all. Yeah, Smokey Robertson, uh, Robinson, The Temptations. Man, I would have been all about that show. <laughs> yeah, I would have been. Would. That was in 98. Um, huh. But Boys to Men played. The Blues Brothers played the year before that in 97. I don't remember any of them from high school. From that, I'd have been in high school then. You're what, four? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to it. The sun's about to Um, set, so that means the game's going to come on in just a minute. So we probably better wrap this up. Okay, yeah. So, Do you want to give our sponsor another shout-out? Well, heck yeah. If you guys want anything comfortable to sleep your head on, any sheets to put over your body, the blanket. We didn't even talk about that blanket they sent us. No, we didn't. Well, we did did get the um, a new cable, cable blanket, and if you have a cable knit blanket, 
you know they're heavy, they're thick. If you go to a store right now, you're not going to be able to find one that's good, that's not paper thin, because all the ones that are in the stores these days are like paper thin. This is a good, thick cable knit blanket. And I've had my eye on the MyPillow one for a while. Um, and we, we did get one, and it is fantastic it is it's nothing mm-hmm. like you'd find at walmart mm-hmm. and we we are sleeping on the the 2.0 pillows now also okay so we're trying we're trying those out this week um i i like it i've had one of those super firm pillows for a long time so absolutely um we're trying out the 2.0 now we haven't written out our our, our advertisement yet so that's, no. we're just out here talking about it today just yeah announcing it so mm-hmm. anyway as they say for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Hello Jessica. <laughs> That's good. Oh boy. We're so glad you guys joined us. We will see you next uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. I'm, I'll be at uh, Louisville Friday and Saturday. But Leah Thomas is still a boy. You were born in America. Yeah, don't forget to be one. Jesus Christ is still our savior. We will see you next week. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>